Join Pastor George Zunwa on a journey of genuine God encounters through the Word of God. Through the teachings of Pastor George Zunwa, you will gain knowledge on how to triumph over challenges and transform them into testimonies. For more information and testimonies, contact us at 0702-5950 or 0702-5950. 5951 experience the power of God's word Jesus exceeds expectations I will talk to you very simply on the testimony of a spirit led life you see one of the very amazing privileges of being born again is ability to traffic in two realms the physical realm and the spiritual realm when you're born again, truly, genuinely born again, you can traffic in two realms. I've said to you that being spiritual and being religious are not the same. Spiritual people are intentional about their work with God. Religious people just follow rituals and beliefs that they don't know much about. Now, everyone that has a genuine walk with God, we have amazing stories of the supernatural to tell. Everyone. Everyone. You cannot have a genuine walk with God without having an amazing story of the supernatural to tell. You know, in Genesis 5 verse 24, the Bible says about a man, Enoch. It says, and Enoch walked with God. I had an amazing story to tell. God took him. That's an amazing story to tell. Job walked with God. And wealth was everywhere. That's an amazing story to tell. Ruth walked with God and established a great lineage. That's an amazing story to tell. And you that is walking with God, generations to come, we call you blessed. So you can't have a walk with God without a story to tell. Listen, does it actually occur to you that your spiritual life is very boring without anything to say. No visitation, no encounter, no experience, no eyes open, no ears hearing, just church attendance to fear to the devil. I stretch my hand toward May something open up for you from today. You see, this is why I can't understand people that don't have a passion for higher things in God. I can't understand them. How can your life be this boring? You know, there are people, their physical life is boring. Their spiritual life is boring. Everything is boring. No encounter. No story to tell. No journeys they have taken. May God give you a new passion. I like it when I hear beautiful stories. I like to know that somebody listening to me is encountering God in a definite way. One of the areas that you can traffic in two realms with ease is in the area of divine guidance. Let me just give you a few examples of the Old Testament people and their experience of divine guidance. Look at the case of Micaiah. I call it the Micaiah access. In fact, since chapter 22, you will see this guy, verse 7 to verse 23. Ahab is about to go to battle. And all the prophets have told Ahab, go to battle, you are going to win. And Ahab is excited about to go to war. But then he invites Jehoshaphat to go to battle with him. So Jehoshaphat agrees. And Jehoshaphat says to him, is there no other person we can talk to? 
Because deep inside me, I am feeling uneasy. And Ahab says, well, these are all the prophets in the land, but there is one. And uh, he doesn't like me and I don't like him. I didn't invite him. Jehoshaphat said, sent for him. So they sent for Micaiah, one odd-looking prophet, one queer-looking guy. Uh, Micaiah shows up and uh, they ask him, do we go to this battle in Ramoth Gilead? Are we going to win the battle? And Micaiah says, sure, go, return with victory. Ahab looked at him. And said, since I know this man, he has not spoken good concerning me. And the way his mouth is moving, there's something he's hiding. So Ahab says to Micaiah, I adjure you by God. I use God to hold you on oath. Tell me the truth. Micaiah looked up and looked down. He said to Ahab, I was sitting in my house. And then suddenly the heavens opened. And I saw a council meeting going on in heaven. This is a man in his household watching another realm. May you enter that realm. He said, I saw heavens open. And I saw a discussion. God was asking a question. Who will entice Ahab to go to battle in Ramoth Gilead that I may kill him there? He said, so one spirit came out and said, I'm going to enter the mouth of prophets and lie to Ahab. And God said, go. Ahab, he said, yes. All these prophets are good people. They like you. But a lying spirit is in their mouth. They can't help themselves. They're prophet lying. They're not prophesying. They're prophet lying. And they don't know. Ahab said, nonsense. I told you he won't say good things about me. Take him. Lock him in the grad room. When I return, I will deal with him. And Micaiah said to Ahab, oh God, if you return, then God doesn't call me. <laughs> Ahab didn't return. I stretched my hand toward him. May you be somebody observing council meetings. It works well. And I told you the other time, the beautiful testimony of the PA of the governor of Bayelsa State. Many years ago, he was listening to me on the TV. I'm preaching. And in the midst of the message, I said, I said, young man listening to me, you are living with a woman like a sugar mommy. God says to tell you, if you will pack out now and go, in a few days, he's going to visit you and change your life. This young man just left youth service, had no job, didn't know what to do with his life, and was hanging out with this lady, and uh, she was feeding him, and he was surviving. So while he was there watching the TV and saw me, he said he told himself, he said there are millions of people watching this program. Who is sure whether it is me? There may be other people living with somebody. So he continued what he was doing, enjoying the message. And I was talking about other things. In the midst of that, I turned back again. I said, the young man who I'm talking to said to himself, <laughs> there are many people watching this program. So it may not be him. He said, to tell you that it is you, you are wearing a red t-shirt, wearing a red trouser, sitting on a red couch. It's you. He looked at himself, red t-shirt. <laughs> he knew. He knew it was him. There was no doubt. Well, he left that relationship by the Thursday of that week. Not knowing what to do with his life. Moved in with a friend. And a friend said, I'm going for a political meeting. There's there something. He wasn't a politician. 
took him to a political meeting for, on their people. And the present governor now was appointed as commissioner. He came to that meeting and just told them, well, I've been appointed commissioner, this and that, and thanked the people and said, well, I'm looking for someone that can work with me as a PA. And turned to this young man he doesn't know much about. I said, can you do the job? He became the PA of the commissioner, according to the word that was spoken. The same commissioner later went to Senate. He became the peer of the senator. Now from senator, he became governor. He's a peer of the governor. He's chopping life according to the prophecy that came. This thing works. It's not a game. Lift your hand above your head. I speak over you now. May God bring you into his counsel. the adventure of Gideon. That's a spiritual adventure. He's running away. Judges chapter 6. Threshing floor in a wine press. And then suddenly an angel appears to him. And say, Gideon, you think you are weak. You are mighty man of valor. God is calling you to be the savior of your people. That's all. That's his own encounter. And suddenly he knew this is my calling. There are some of you that have been asking What's my destiny like? What's my calling like? By an encounter, you will know. I told you of a man that came to greet me. And he said, Pastor, you saved my life. How did I save your life? I was preaching. Many years ago, I was still a young man. And I said, there's somebody listening to me. You are doing ministry. But God called you to a particular place in Delta State. You are hanging around in Port Harcourt. I made a few comments. And I continued what I was doing. I didn't know him. He never came to see me. Service is over. And he's gone. One year, two years, three years, four years, five years, six years, seven years. And this man shows up. He's pastoring a church of more than 500 persons. He's doing beautiful. He was struggling in Port Harcourt trying to do ministry. Heard the voice that day. He knew he has been having dreams to go to somewhere in a village. And he refused to go. Direction. You that has been running around. Asking questions. God will give you an answer. These are people's guidance encounters in the Bible. What of the David discernment? You saw in 1 Samuel chapter 23. 1 to 13. You can read it. Discernment. Look at, look at what happened. Some people came to David and said, please, can we defend this city? And David said, no, let's ask God first. So David asked God, should I go and defend Kela? God said, go ahead. So David gathered his soldiers, went into that city, drove away the Philistines, defended the city. A few months later, enjoying life there as their savior, intelligence came to David. Saul, who is trying to kill you, is trying to come to Kela. Now David could have said, these are the guys I helped. I saved them. They are going to defend me. But no, not David. David went back to God in prayer. Oh God, is it true that Saul will come here? And God said yes. He said number two. If Saul comes here, these people I did good to, will they betray me and hand me over to Saul? God said yes. That night David took off. If David didn't ask questions, he will be there hanging around, believing they're going to defend him. And as he comes, they will betray him and hand him over. The only way you can know the hearts of
end is by discernment. The reason many of you are making bad investments, putting money in the hands of people you cannot trust, getting into any kind of relationship and life is taking you unawares, is simply because you lack discernment. When you lack discernment, you will trust the physical and miss the depths of people. The David discernment. This Old Testament. But you see, how many Christians will get up and they will tell themselves, eh, I didn't know uh, how that thing happened. I didn't know how that thing happened. A brother comes around you, plays with you, collects off your, all your money. Uh, we're engaged, we're engaged, we're engaged and all of that. And before you know it, you helped him to fund his trip abroad. And then he sends you a postcard, bye-bye. And you're crying. All the young people that run around, my heart is broken, my heart is broken. My heart. Who, who? How on earth did you get your heart broken? I thought you were born again. I thought you gave your heart to Jesus. The heart you gave to Jesus, somebody broke it. Your problem is lack of discernment. You saw a snake and called it a wife. You saw a man who had no passion and love for you and decided you are going to get attached to the person. No discernment. I pray today that God will give you eyes that see. And as you are doing business and relating with people, may God give you eyes that see. Not everywhere they say invest, you invest. Not everywhere they say go, you go. A man was giving a testimony in Ken Hagen's ministry. And he said, he has been an investor for 25 years. He has never lost one dollar. And I asked, how? In this American economy that's so volatile, it's every time there's an offer for him. First thing he does, he steps aside. Praise in the Holy Ghost for a minimum of 30 minutes. Take a Bible verse and read through it and ask the Lord to speak to him. And listen to his inner man. He said, whatever he discerns, that's what he's going to do. He said, there are times that his staff has said to him, this is a good offer. Let's go for it. And he says, no, we are not going for it. We are going to miss it. He said, no, we are not going for it. He said, give it a few days. They'll come back and say, God guided you. He said, there are some times. They will tell him, don't go. No, the money will get lost. And he will say, we're investing. And after a few days, they'll come back to him and say, oh God. How did you know? He knew from an invisible source. There's a God that knows tomorrow. The fourth one is what I call the Joseph advantage. Joseph, yes, you're wanted in the palace. What do you want a slave to do in the palace? To come and clean the toilet? No. There is a gifting you have that is needed in the palace. You can interpret dreams. You can discern the moves of God. You can speak the language of heaven. I speak over somebody here. May you gain advantage over your competitors. Many of the things you call nonsense and threw them away were communication that would have lifted you. You had no clue about. But I lift my hand over you. On the authority of Jesus, I decree today, let the eyes of your understanding open. Yeah. In 
today's fast-paced world, we all need contacts and mentors on social media for inspiration, motivation, and more. You can connect with Pastor George Izunwa on all his social media handles. Follow him on Facebook at Pastor George Izunwa, Instagram and Twitter at George Izunwa. Connect and let's take the journey of greatness together.